Hey everybody and welcome to episode 13 of the Billy Rickman Show podcast and today I've got a very, very special message that's a quite um, near and dear to my heart and, uh, and a message I think a lot of people need to listen to with their business. So stay tuned for episode number 13. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. Everybody, welcome to episode 13 of the Billy Rickman Show podcast. And at the moment, it's 8:30. And if you can hear a little bit of background noise, I'm actually in my car. Don't worry, it's hands-free. Don't don't fret. Uh, but I'm in my car. It's 8:30 at night, and uh, I was going to do a podcast earlier today, but I ran out of time. And it, I think it was a good thing because I've just had something happen to me, and I, I I just sort of I wanted to share this with you, and I want to share the message from what I've just. Um, you know, what, what I've sort of just uh, realized. And I suppose if I'm going to share this message. I need to give you a bit of background and, and to what I was alluding to. So um, where I was tonight was uh, antenatal classes. So planning to be a parent again. So my wife, is uh, she's got about eight weeks left until we have our second baby. And um, so I don't know why, but I think maybe because they think we must be dodgy parents or something, but um, we've been asked to go to uh, antenatal classes for the second time. So that's where I've been tonight with my wife. And, um, and you know, even though I, I wonder why we needed to go a second time, um, I actually think I'm finding it pretty interesting. And uh, because I think the first time when they say stuff, the first time around, you kind of freak out and you go, oh my God, is it really going to be like that? Whereas the second time around, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know... So when you say that that's how I'm going to feel, like I can remember that's that is how I felt, and um, and for my wife obviously uh, <laughs> she remembers some not so great things about it. Um, but anyway, um, so here's the thing: like my son, his his name is is Jack. I talk about him quite a lot in my blogs and um, and, and different correspondence and communication and email and whatnot. And um, so Jack has just turned five. He turned five in January, and he is the absolute world to me and um, you know like all, all parents he's just I just couldn't couldn't fault him I just, I just think he's perfect and whenever I think about Jack I just smile and he just absolutely warms my heart and um, it wasn't until tonight that I remembered what it was that that happened with Jack and um, during childbirth and um, we were talking about it and uh and Ash, my wife, said that um, to the to the instructor, who's who's this beautiful midwife, and um, she's so funny and, and endearing, and uh, and I hope I hope we get her. But um, anyway, so Ash said to her that um, when Jack was being born, he actually had two knots in his umbilical cord, uh, so not one but two, and they they were like amazed by it. And when we told the story to the midwife, the midwife's eyes just kind of kind of lit up, and she um, she's like, wow, that's that's 
amazing and kind of like it's 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 awesome that he um and she chose her words very carefully and I even just that he was good and I said uh, you chose your words very carefully then she says yeah I had to and essentially what she was alluding to was that you know that's a seriously risky situation and and when Jack was born um he he did have two knots and um Ash was it was a very very long labour. And um, towards the end of it, the heart rate of Jack absolutely plummeted. And uh, they were doing everything frantically and madly to, to get Jack out at the end. And um, and when he did come out, it wasn't the beautiful, you know, um, scenes that you see that they want you to have, which is like skin-to-skin contact and that first breath and cutting the umbilical cord. Like, I never experienced any of that because um, when Jack was born, he, he every time he went to take a breath, his lungs would just deflate. And um, so straight away they had to do CPR on him and um, and and take him down and um, and do a lot of work on him to to make to get him to you know pull through. So for Ash, um, it was a pretty terrible experience. And and for myself, you know, when when the when the CPR finally um, when it worked and they they had some like oxygenation around his body. Um, when his lungs started to to work a little bit, it was um, they they told us it was still a very very dangerous situation. And for Ash, she was just getting um, because it had been pretty horrific for her. She was getting a lot of um, sort of post birth work done, and um, and they took me down to um, I forget what it's called, but I think it's still NICO or, or something like that, um, where they basically look after babies that haven't done very well during childbirth. And um, even even down there, they had he had like four doctors around him trying to do work on him and, and, and pull him through. And I was, I just remember standing there, like, I just didn't know how to feel. Like I was just, even now I'm telling this story, like I'm, I, I can feel myself, I'm like, I'm welling up, like talking about this because it was, it was so emotional. And I'm, I hadn't been back there for five years. Like I hadn't been back to that place uh, for five years. And it wasn't until tonight I kind of brought it back home again. And, um, I remember, you know, he had all these, um, monitors monitoring his progress and he had you know and, and he still wasn't doing really well and this was a couple of hours after and, and one of the doctors just said um, he had these little holes inside his, his sort of incubator thing um, and, on, and he said to me just keep your hand in there and, and every couple of minutes just put your finger into his hand and if he grabs your finger you know he's going to be okay and I remember for like an hour, two hours, it was just like nothing. Like I'd put my hand in and put my finger in, and I'd get him to to, to grab my finger, and it was nothing. Like it was just not not responsive. And the doctors, like I could hear their conversation, and, and you know, it wasn't it wasn't awesome. And um, and I just remember sitting there so helpless, like this this, this little boy who I just met, and um, just wanted him to come through. And it was it was really hard. Like this is a hard story for me to tell. And, um, and I remember eventually, like, I, I did it, and he grabbed my finger, and um, he held onto my finger, and, and uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was really, really awesome. And the reason I'm telling you this story is because, one, apart from what I was going through and what Ash was going through and, and obviously what Jack was going through, I remember at times watching these doctors and watching these midwives and, and, and watching these, like, these people who were there, and they were just so unbelievably good at what they did and they were so um I don't know, they, they were just so well drilled and, and well trained and 
they were so confident about what they were doing and everything was just so matter of fact and it was just so like okay do this you do that you do that and it was just like this well-oiled machine that they were just like I, I was just I just remember looking at them so many times just going these guys are incredible and um and so I guess that's that's the message I wanted to share out of this and this is the reason I tell you this story because I was reminded of it tonight is because far too often in business we have people who try something for a week and it doesn't work they're not great at it like you know they do Facebook ads for a week and or they try three campaigns and it didn't work or they try four SMSs and they get three unsubscribes or people saying oh I don't want be SMS to like or they do a training program with their staff for two months and it didn't work or they um, you know they try to learn how to um, how to do better sales or better marketing or better better accounting in their business and they try it for a month two months three months at most and they don't get it and they give up on it and are like and I just compare that to these these doctors that were so well drilled and these midwives and things like that and these people have been doing this for like 12 years of study, right? And, and like an unbelievable amount of training and repeating and just constant reinforcement of, of what they learn and further upskilling and and all, all of this training just came into play at this, this time when Jack was going through this. And I just, when I think about it, I just think that people in business just expect that because they try something, they get it straight away. They expect that if, you know, if they try something for this short period of time, they don't get it. It's like, oh, I'm just not good at this. You've got to compare what you're trying to learn. Um, maybe not me, a, a pediatrician or somebody who's doing, you know, um, who's looking after babies when they're born and, and whatnot. But, like, you guys have got to understand this this process of learning takes time. And you've, you've got to push through those times where you feel like you can't do it and you've got to You've got to educate yourself more. You've got to, if you don't know, if you tried something and it didn't work, then then learn more. Like, find different ways. But just keep going with it because it, you've got to see this as training. You're not going to go, jump into a small business and be perfect at everything in a couple of months. These things take time to learn. You know, I've been doing business now for 12, 13 years. And every day, I'm still learning something. Like, every day, I still make mistakes where I go, I shouldn't have done that. I should do it this way. But it, I, but one thing I can I can promise you, and, and you know anyone who knows me, they know that no matter what, I will never quit, and I never try something for a week or two and go, I don't know how to do that, I'm going to give up. So that 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 force in me that to to keep trying, to keep going, to to keep pushing through, and to keep wanting to figure it out until I've got it, that's what makes me good at what I do that's what has that's what served me for 13 years and that's what allows me now to coach people and that's what allows me now to to help other people in their businesses but at the same time I'm still helping myself in business because I'm still learning myself so I guess the message is in this is to, to to remind yourself that if you don't get something in a week if you try five Facebook campaigns and they don't work or you try like five Google ad campaigns and they don't work or you know you try I, I'm a big talker at the moment about messenger bots and like you don't. You try two bots and they don't work. Don't give up. These things take time. It takes time to learn new skills, and it's through repetition and pushing past that fear of failure and pushing past that fear of being ridiculed or pushing past that fear of feeling stupid. Like pushing past that and just continuously developing that skill will get you to a point like these doctors, where when shit happens, 
you're just ready to go. Like it's just, it becomes automatic. You just, you know what not to do, you know what to do and it just becomes automatic and you just become like this, this well-drilled entrepreneur who has practiced this over and over and over again to get to this point. So look, if you've tried something for, for a short period of time that hasn't worked, keep going. Sometimes it may take years to develop that skill that you want. And I know in small business when cash flow is tight and you, you just want that skill, you want to be able to do it straight away. But it doesn't work like that. Um, you just got to, you've got to be patient and you just got to keep persisting with it. And eventually it will click into place. And if you do it often enough, you will become great at it. If you, if you do it more than that, you'll become a master at it. And that's what separates those who are average to those who are, you know, written about in books and, and, and movies and things like this. So that's my message tonight. Bit of a tearjerker for me. It was a bit of a like a trip down memory lane. And I'm hoping in eight weeks' time, fingers crossed, everything is 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 not the same as last time. Um, but a reminder to everybody there, everybody out who's listening to this podcast, um, to just remind yourself that you won't get things straight away but just to persist with it and keep trying. And it's through your failures and it's through your mistakes that you will learn the most. And that's how you will become the very best that you can be. So I hope that helps you guys. Um, if you like this message tonight, please share it and subscribe to my podcast. Like, and always happy to comment. Um, find me on uh, Facebook at Billy Rickman Official or on Instagram at the real B underscore Rickman. And uh, if you head to my Facebook page at the moment, I've got an awesome competition running as well worth um, over $4,900 as a prize. So head there now and uh, check it out. And uh, I look forward to tomorrow's podcast. Have an awesome night. Thanks, guys. Bye. Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Billy Rickman Official. You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman.